all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Welcome to episode Eat Your Effing Veggies. Today I'm going to talk about why we often diet ourselves out of eating veggies. We'll also go over what are some of the benefits that we need from eating veggies, and we're going to talk about that all-new trendy word, microbiome. What is a microbiome, and why does it matter? And stay tuned for later in the segment, I'm going to give you some delicious recipes that will actually make you want to eat your effing veggies. So from my experience... If you like veggies, generally you have grown up with fresh veggies, had a garden, and if you don't like veggies, there's a good chance you grew up eating a lot of frozen or canned vegetables. Just what I've kind of seen, doesn't happen for everybody, but I see more than likely someone that grew up eating fresh vegetables is more likely to eat vegetables later on in life. The one thing I find really interesting is how we often diet ourselves out of eating veggies. And it's not just the low carbers that do it. It's also the vegetarians. I have seen more and more vegetarians eating carbohydrate-dense foods like breads, pastas, pastries to get themselves out of eating the vegetables. Listen, if you're a vegetarian and you're not eating vegetables, there's an issue. I mean, you are skipping out on a major food source that's in your diet name, vegetarian vegetables. It amazes me how many vegetarians don't eat vegetables. Vegetables are so needed. I mean, we need them for vitamins, minerals, nutrients. You can't just be eating the same foods over and over and over again. And often when we start eating the same foods over and over again, we generally have a tendency to develop food sensitivities to those foods. So it's so important that our Diets are varied and unique, constantly changing. One of the things a lot of times when we're not eating vegetables, we're really lacking besides vitamins and minerals, which I know a lot of people, they have this impression that if I take a multivitamin or I take certain supplements, that negates me having to eat fruits and vegetables. Years ago when my kids were smaller, I had somebody recommend to me, oh, they don't need to eat their fruits and vegetables. They can eat this gummy. And for a little bit, I actually bought it and I was like, oh my God, this is great. And then I realized, hold on, this is like the worst idea. I'm not teaching my kids to eat fruits and vegetables. I'm teaching them to eat a gummy bear instead of broccoli. It was a bad idea. It wasn't teaching healthy habits. We stopped it. And I think that's a lot of times what we do as adults is we supplement these healthy fruits and vegetables and just pop a pill or take a shake and stuff like that. And it's not the same. You know, you're missing out those vitamins, minerals, nutrients, and connective network they have together. No vitamin can reproduce. Vitamins and minerals work with each other synergistically through the whole food. That's just not reproducible. So it's so important on that level. On the second level, and we have all have heard it, is fiber. Grains, fruits, vegetables all have fiber. And that just keeps everything in our body healthy. It keeps our gut moving. Nothing's sitting in our gut. It's moving through. And that's what we really need to practice is getting in that proper amount of fiber to keep our bodies moving. And that actually brings us into what is a microbiome? Because fiber plays a really big part in our overall microbiome. So 
our microbiome is basically microorganisms that live in our body and they make sure all of our body's functions are running smoothly. It's working from anything to immune function, gut function, mental health, hormones, you name it, our microbiome plays a role in it. So even though it's been around forever, it's now becoming a really trendy word. You see it on all kinds of articles and you see talking about this microbiome. So it is really important. But we really don't have to worry about our microbiome too much if we're eating a variety of fruits and vegetables. This is what's going to help it keep it running properly. I'm a very visual learner. My microbiome, I kind of think it's like a garden. And in that garden, you want it lush and green and full of colorful flowers. And the way to get that microbiome to look like that is by eating a variety of fruits and vegetables, grains, meats, and a sprinkle of a cupcake. A balanced diet, that's going to give you the most variety. If you kind of thought of certain foods as seeds for that garden, if let's say we're on a low carb diet and we're eating a lot of high protein, high fatty foods, we're only gonna have a certain color of flowers. Whereas if we're eating a diet full of fruits, vegetables, uh, some grains, meats, and some fats, we're going to have a a much more diverse garden. And that's how that microbiome works. You want so many different organisms in there to all work synergistically together to make sure your body is functioning smoothly. So I know you're probably thinking, listen, I just really don't like veggies. Or a lot of times we just don't know how to cook veggies. We know how to throw something in our smart pot or our slow cooker. We're not sure how to do it with vegetables. Vegetables oftentimes becomes that afterthought. Oh, we'll just throw a quick salad together. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes my life is a quick salad. (laughs) We can really prep a lot of vegetables one day and have them all week. And the biggest way to do that is grilling and roasting. You can chop up a whole week's worth of veggies, put them on a couple cookie trays, toss them in some olive oil, salt and pepper, throw them in the oven on like 350 for a half hour rotate them every so often and they're done throw them in a container you have them all week this is what I do for my veggies and I'll tell you the veggies that I normally do this for so I have zucchini broccoli carrots onions and then sometimes I'll throw in some leeks summer squash you could do it with butternut squash I mean you name it you can roast it my kids are a huge fan of roasted kale chips again same thing tear them up, olive oil, salt and pepper, throw them in the oven, about 20-30 minutes rotating them in between. And if you need recipes, Pinterest is full of roasted veggie recipes. So find yourself a couple roasted veggie recipes. You can put any kind of seasoning on it you want. And it's just super simple. And the one nice thing about roasting a vegetable is you're actually caramelizing its natural sugars. So roasted vegetables tend to be sweeter. I mean, you could roast carrots as as french fries and they're crispy and you can dip them in like a pesto sauce. The next one that you could do, and it's really the same thing, olive oil, salt and pepper, throw them on the grill. I do zucchini slices and butternut slices 
and just roast all that stuff. It's so easy. And if you like a little sweetness with your roasted or grilled veggies, you could throw grapes on there. You can mix it with raisins or craisins and you could really change it up. There are nights I literally have a bowl of roasted vegetables with some craisins and I grate cheese on top and throw some pumpkin seeds and that's dinner. And it's so simple and it's a good way to eat your effing veggies. Until next time, guys. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our episode, make sure to share it with your friends, give us a like, and don't forget to eat your effing veggies. 